I, I realized that uh, there are many brothers. I spoke to a, friend, a few friends of mine and uh, about three or four uh, in the past have spoken on the principles of success. Yes. But I believe that the principle, the, yes, there are many principles, but the principle is only one and that is sowing. And uh, I told you yesterday uh, on Sunday when I was speaking that we could actually take a, each of these things that you sow. And we take a service about them. And I said if you pray, uh, God will move on my heart and I will speak a little more details on that. And so today I'm speaking on sowing honor and harvesting access. Amen. Mina. Access. Access. Okuwebwa omwaga nyotuka obadeto natuka. Yeah, all right. Mina. So we will now go to the word. Kakano tugene mchigambo. I see there, there are two new faces that I do not know very well. Walwaba ntubabiri. Siba manjiburunji ndaba bapia. You're welcome. Sani subalaba. Feel feel comfortable in the house of God. Walileburunji mnjimba ya katunda. Although the, the brother looks a bit familiar, I don't remember. Yadorugana. Do you want, yeah, you greet us so that we can learn the word when we know one another. Eh, katunemirwe chigamo nga tuemanyi. Praise God, Church. We greet you in the name of our Jesus Christ. My name is Chimela Emmanuel. Chimela. Chimela Emmanuel, sorry. This is my dear wife. I have been married for two years. We fellowship from Brother Gideon's church. Gideon. At Speckled Bird. Speckled Bird. Though me, I work from Ethiopia and the fellowship from Brother Brother Ingida. <laughs> Ingida. In the Bible Way Fellowship. Bible Way Fellowship. Yes, God bless you all. We just did it today to come and visit you and fellowship together. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Ah, uh, yeah. I remember when I was at, at the church in Addis. Uh, no wonder he was remembering the first. Yeah, so the brother fellowships in our church in Ethiopia. This is a, a younger church of the other one. I was a pastor there for almost uh, six, six, seven years. That includes before the church started. Uh, because we were really there when the church had started for about three or four years with my family. And so this is just the second church I'm pastoring. And so that's why I said this one is the younger one of the other one. So 
in that way I might say that you are at our headquarters. Mungeri bwentu nyizo gamba uli ku kitebe chikuru. Anyways we know our headquarters in heaven. Eh naye chitebe cha vechikuru chiri muguru. Amen. Shall we just go to the word right away? Tugende mu kigamba buterevu. Uh we are going to Okay there is a lot I don't even know which scripture to read I don't have an opening scripture since we are standing let us just read John 3:16 and then we can get seated For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life Kubanga katonda yegala nyensibwati nokuwayo nawayo omwana we eyazali bomuyeka buli omu yenamukiriza alimo kubula naye abere no bulamu obutagwao so this evening by god's grace i would like you once again to give me your undivided attention uh, our wednesday is not always very long uh, so we hope we'll go through this quickly nonetheless i would like us to be relaxed and, uh, just ask the holy spirit to speak to you so i'm speaking on sowing honor and harvesting access now how many here have ever wanted to meet someone great or someone very successful and maybe you never got to meet them because maybe after they left the stage you, you did not have access to them or maybe you wanted to speak to someone who is famous people that we call role models because they are very famous but you have no immediate access so you may not have access to such a person you may not have access to political or business or sports stars but I would like you to know that you have access to the, uh, the, the, the most successful thing that there is access to the greatest that there is and that is God himself is the greatest that there is. And you have access. And the scripture we read in John 3.16 gives us that access. The moment someone believes in him, the moment you believe, listen, the moment you believe in Jesus, you have access. You have access to the blood. Jesus said, when he said it is finished, it means immediate, immediate access was granted. Because you see, when man sinned, in the, in the book of Genesis, the Bible says that man would die. The soul that sinned, that soul shall die. But we find that, you know, when, when Jesus, Brother Barnum says that death 
means total separation from God. Access fully denied. Even he put uh, angels to cherubims to keep the, the way to keep the access to the tree of life. And so we find that when Jesus died on the cross he said it is finished. Meaning the access, immediate access has been granted. The moment Jesus died whoever now believes in him in, it should not perish. So now believing in him gives you full access. Direct access to the blood. Direct access to everything that Adam lost. Whoever honors his word he harvests or harvests immediate access to God. Because he said uh, you know who is the word? In the, in, in the book of John chapter 1 he says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and in verse 14 it says that he, the word put on flesh meaning God put on flesh so Jesus was God Jesus was the word of God but he was God he was God in his fullness. Praise the name of the Lord. And so we notice here that uh, uh, when he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, there is no other access to the to the to the tree of life. There is no other access to God. There is no other door to the ship. There is no other gate. Jesus is the gate. Jesus is the door. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the access. Jesus is the word of God. So when you believe the word, you have immediate access to God no longer have to pray through someone. The Roman Catholics tell you you have to pray through someone because God is holy and you cannot access God directly. And so that's why they have many saints. Those that are holy and can access God on their behalf. They have people like Mary. She's holy because she's a saint. You have people like, uh, you know, other people who died. And maybe uh, the popes and others. And, and so for them, they have no access. But for you, you have access. You can go to God directly. You don't need any intercessor. The Bible says there is one God and one mediator between man and God. The man, Christ Jesus. So is our access to God. And, and so, but uh, starting that way today, I want to speak on sowing honor and harvesting access. You, you see, if you really want God, if you want God to access God, you have to reverence his word. You have to believe his word. 
You know, in Luganda we call it Oksembeza Yesu Ngomulokoziwo. That you accept Jesus as your savior. To draw close to draw him closer to you. You know, to to um how, what's the right word in English to accept him? Yeah, they said to accept him as your savior. To come to him as your savior. To believe him as your savior. To receive him as your savior. Now when you do that, you have access. And Jesus is no longer a person physically here. The blood is not in a bottle somewhere. The blood is right here in the form of the word. So when you believe the word, you have received the blood. When you deny the word, you have denied the blood. And therefore you have no access to God. But whoever believes the word of, of the hour, he has accepted the, amen, the blood. I want you to realize this church uh, that God has been revealing himself amen in, in portions from the very beginning of the church ages. Are you listening? From the beginning of the, of the Ephesian church age up to the last church age God has been you know, revealing a little bit of himself in the, in the first church age where was God. The only way to access God in the first church age was through the blood. Of course we sing the blood. The blood is enough. Blood cannot be shed again. Blood was shed once and for all. Are you following me? So now the, the blood, where was the blood in the first church age? It was the word. The, the, the word that Paul preached. What was it? It was the bleeding word. You know, in the second church age, third, fourth, fifth, and now we are in the last church age. Where is the word? Amen. Christ is in the word again. It's the bleeding word. It's what we call the message of the hour. In every day, Christ reveals himself through the blood. Amen. And the blood is in the word. When you receive the revealed word of your day, you have accepted the blood of Jesus and you have received direct access. So, now, when you saw honor, you harvest access. And that's the reason we are going to go in the rapture. Did, but let me ask you a question. Do you know the perfect uh, vindication that someone has received the Holy Spirit. Anybody knows it? No one, no believer knows it. How do we know that you have the Holy Ghost? Come on, brother, say it. Oh, that is okay, but yeah. You see, all the other things are alright. You know, the signs, the wonders, the, you know, the life and everything. But our prophet told us that if 
you claim that you have the Holy Spirit and you reject the word of your it shows you don't even have the Holy Ghost to Believers of every generation the perfect vindication that they had the Holy Ghost they, they received the word of their death now I'm not saying mentally receiving if you have received the word of your death if you have accepted the word of your death you must live the life of it that's the proof that you have accepted the word of your death in the days of Noah the proof that they received the word of their death they entered the ark. So you see, we, we have received the word of our day. And we are honoring the word. And that's why believers of this message, amen, we are assured that God is going to rapture out of the believers of this message. Because we have received the word of our day. I am assured that I am saved because I have accepted the word of my day. I am assured that I am going in the rapture because I am a believer. Now I want to go through a few things about honor. And I want you to listen to me carefully tonight. Um, first, I want us to look at you know, serving someone else when it's not required or convenient. Did you know that serving someone when it is not required or convenient for you it actually brings access to you. It brings access to you. Are you following me? I pray that the Holy Spirit will help us to be able to get into uh, the things that he revealed to me for you. Let us first look at Genesis 24 verse 14. Quickly now because we have a lot to, to cover and I don't want to be long. And let it come to and uh, let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say, let down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink, and she shall say, Drink, and I will give thy dam thy, thy camels drink also. Let the same be she that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac, and thereby shall I know that thou hast showed kindness unto my master. <laughs> Omuwala gwena gamba antisena ensuwa yo mkwega ili denyue. Na ye ana gamba antinyua. Nange nanyue sanengamirazo. Oyo abiroyo gwala gilira omuduo isaka. Elabu entiobe nategira ngolazechi samu kama wange. Okay now listen, listen. Now honor, what is honor? Honor is high respect. Great esteem. No gurumi zomutu. You know, showing credit to somebody. And, uh, you know, I've noticed that if there is something that is lacking among the younger generation in the message of the hour, it is showing honor. We do not know how to sow, not show, but to sow. 
chitiwa. We do not so honor. We don't even honor one another. We don't chitiwa. honor the servants of God. We don't honor the men of God that God is using in the midst. We don't honor our parents. You know, we disrespect and look down on one another. Everybody thinks that, you know, I'm higher than another one. And that has actually made us not to be prosperous. That has closed many doors on many of you. Many doors which were actually supposed to open in your life have been closed for so long because of inability to so honor. And so today I want to teach you about sowing honor. And then you will see how you can harvest or reap access. I, I, give you, I will give you a few examples from the word and then we'll call it an, an, an evening. And so we see, first of all, here when when um, when when Abraham sends Eliezer, he tells Eliezer, swear by me, he says, come touch my thigh, so he touches his thigh. And, and so he says, swear that you, you, will, you will not take a son, you will not take a wife for my son from among these Canaanites. Swear that you will go in the land of my people among my own people and get a son for my I, uh, and get a wife for my son. And so Eliezer, you know, did not know how to go about it. But Eliezer, if there is one thing that Eliezer had, Eliezer had honor for, for Abraham. And so he honored Abraham and, and he said, I will do it as God liveth. And so when Eliezer left, and, and he went to where Abraham came from. By the, by the, by the, by the well. He begins to pray a prayer. You know, why did God even answer that prayer? Because this man had honored his master. When you honor people, other people, God will respect and honor your prayers. There are even certain prayers God may never answer because you do not honor others. And so now he, he prays a prayer and he says, uh, let it come to pass that the terms of whom I shall say, let down thy picture, I pray thee, that I may drink and she shall say drink and I'll give thy, I'll give thy camels drink also let the same be she that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac and thereby shall I know that thou hast showed kindness unto my master now this was it looked like an impossible prayer but I wanted to look at it two ways first you look at it on, on the direction of uh, 
of this man, Eliezer. And then I also wanted to look at it from the direction of the woman. Here is a woman from a family. And of course she was not married. I, I do not know whether her parents were wealthy or not. But you know she desired to be married. And this may be good for you sisters who are not yet married. You, you see, she, she was not married. Uh, but you see, uh, someone was praying a prayer that was just for her. But she did not know. I, I want to show you something. There are things that God has prepared for you. But you don't know yet. But the power to receive them is right within you in just one word. Amen. First of all, Brother Banam says in the message influences, be conscious of how little you are. The way up is down. He that humbles himself shall be exalted. But he that exalts himself shall be abased. So, so you don't see yourself how big you are. But you know, you should be conscious each time and every time of how little you are. Oh my, follow me closely. You're going to learn something. That will help you in your life. Last Sunday and today I'm preaching practical things. So in Philippians chapter 2 verse 3. The scripture says. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory. But in lowliness of mind. Let each. Esteem other better than themselves. Praise the name of the Lord. But do we really believe that? Many times everybody thinks that they are better than the other. We do not esteem each other as if the other is better than me. What we have is competition. You know, pastors are competing. The lady is competing. Musicians are competing. You know, you know, mothers are competing. Husbands are competing. Wives are competing. Children are competing. Let me tell you, we are not on a competition. Amen. The place Christianity is not a competition. Christianity is a place that you can find and be conscious of how little you are. Because the man we are following, he was the God of heaven. He created heaven and earth. But he came down in Philippians chapter 2. He says he humbled himself in a form of a, as a servant. And because he was found in a fashion as a man, he humbled himself. Amen. Even to the death of the cross. You know, he, he was God. But he humbled himself. He would have just said one word. And everybody would be destroyed. But he kept himself together. He said, I will not do this. I will not show my power. I will not demonstrate my authority. Because I want to harvest something. I want to harvest access into the human race. I must humble 
humble myself. I must be so small that I will confuse the devil. If you humble yourself, you confuse the devil. <laughs> That's why the devil came to Jesus. And he said, But tell me, if you be the son of God, he was not sure. He, he, he looked as if he was. But he was too humble. So he was confused. God cannot be too humble. Like this. Let me tell you, if you're a great man, you will be humble. I can now predict your future. If you are going to be great, you are humble now. Or you will humble yourself. People who are proud, they never go so far. Pride will never take you so far. Pride will bring you down. You have to come to a place where you realize I am nothing. I am completely nothing. Jesus himself said without him I can do nothing. Even me I am nothing without Jesus Christ. All my plans, my ambitions, my thoughts it is nothing. And that's why we have to esteem other, each other better than ourselves. This is a principle of reaping and harvesting access. The seed of honor it opens immediate access to greatness. Now let me tell you just so you be alert. When you see the pastor preaching about trials and suffering, you know God is preparing you to go through them. <laughs> but if you see God preaching to us about greatness and success, and God is preparing you for it. So I want you to be alert. Some will catch it, others will miss it. And I'm, I'm speaking to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Whoever will catch it will possess the things we're talking about here. So the seed of honor opens immediate access to greatness. Immediately. Imagine what Rebecca had to do. You know, I was, I, was, I was studying today and I took time to examine the task that was before Rebecca. And we have a Rebecca today in, in, in the church. My wife is Rebecca. And see, Rebecca, Rebecca had to feed ten camels. That was the task ahead of her. She had to decide to do it. You cannot honor anybody because they demanded for it. It has to be your personal decision to give somebody honor. The man only asked for water. He said, I'm going to ask for only water to drink. But the woman that will honor me, the woman that will will just offer to feed my camels also without me asking. She will be the woman. She will be the woman that will be wife 
to Isaac. And so I, I was studying and kind of looked at the ten camels. Do you know how much a camel drinks? I looked at it, I was amazed. 75 liters. One camel. 75 liters of water. Now that means she had to fetch 750 liters of water. 750 liters. That is not the minimum. Because the Bible says that she, she fed the camels until they were satisfied. Let's say that she fed, uh, she fed each 75 liters. That is 750 liters. And that means, because you see at that time they had, um, they, they had uh, jerrycans of about, I don't know if they were jerrycans of about 18, 16 liters So we are talking about 40 to 50 times the woman going down to the well and coming back again going down and coming back again. But I want you to see something, church. Every footstep she took to the well and back, to the well and back, it was humility. It was humility. It was honor. She was honoring this man that she didn't even know. She was humbling herself. She was bothering herself. She did not have to do this. She, it was a bother to her. Come on. It was inconvenience. It was inconveniencing her. But she did it by faith. Because she was moved in her heart to do it. She kept on going and coming. But let me announce this to you. Every journey she took was a closer walk to her direct access. It was a closer walk to greatness. Every water she fetched, she came closer to her greatness. She had no idea. But everything was cooking itself. The more you humble yourself, and the more you honor others, even you are coming even closer to your greatness, you are coming closer to for God to lift you and put you in your place. Praise the name of the Lord. 50 times going down the street down and up sweating this was not required of her this was not convenient for her she did it out of honor and the harvest was plenty yes. we do you know how long it took? Hours. Hours. For her to enter into her greatness. God doesn't reveal everything. Imagine if she had seen a dream. She would have done it with all strength. She would have seen a dream. But God was quiet. 
He just waited for her character to make a way for her. Her character to bring her access. Amen. Amen. And she honored this man and fished this water and sweated and got tired. But while she was doing that, even she was opening her own access to greatness. Little did she know that soon she would be a wife of the greatest man in the land. She, she will be a wife of a man who has a promise from God himself. Isaac, a man who would inherit all the promises of Abraham. She would be a wife even to a man whose lineage would bring forth Christ himself. She did not know she was going to be a matriarch. But what gave her that access? Hona. Chitiwa. Hona. Chitiwa. We must learn Hona. Within hours. All the gifts that this man had became hers and for her father's Everything he had became theirs. In hours. She was taken away. To Isaac. In hours. But first, she had to sow a seed of honor. There are things you can look for in your life. Pray for them. Fast for them. Believe for them. And they will never come until you sow the seed of honor. Amina. From around 2011, 2012. I just decided to give this testimony. Because as I was studying it, it became real to me. Like, it opened up. You know, I got in touch with Brother Eddie Biscal. Brother Eddie Biscal mentored me. In the, in the ministry and most of the things that I know in how to go about with ministers because of him. I listened to a lot of his sermons. I, I texted with him a lot. I talked to him a lot. And, and so one day he writes me and he surprised me. He said me two things. He told me two things. He said, I believe you will come and speak to our young people here. And, and, and um, they have usually camps. And so, and then I, he said, I'm sending you an invitation letter to come and visit us here in Canada. Now I was excited. I was very young, I think, I don't remember how old I was. I, I took that letter and the other documents and applied for a visa. I was denied a visa. Now, that's 2012. Almost every one or two years, I was given another letter for application of another visa. Because he told me he believed that I would go and visit them. 
and so I even gave up. I kind of felt, no, I'm not going to keep applying for visas and I, I have an expectation it's going to be given to me and it is rejected each time. I said, no, I'm not going to do this again. I, I, even when I was in Ethiopia in 2015, I applied again for a visa. It was rejected. I said, ah, I'm tired of it. I said, I'm tired of it. About two years ago, uh, I was um, given another letter and that I was supposed to apply for another Canadian visa. I think that is when I met brother, uh, brother Michael Ray and they kind of felt, well, you should come again and try again and see how, what happens. I said, um, this whole thing, I, I'm really not into it anymore because I've been broken. My heart has been broken many times. Um, I said, what well, you should try and, and see what happens. So I, I received the letter and kept it. After, after a few months, while I had that letter, one of our elders here, Pastor Stephen Ibale called me. He said, uh, well, of course, to him, he looks at me as a son, as a... Because I'm much younger than him, and he's our senior. So he told me, I'd like you to come and um, help me. Because I'm old. These things now are internet-based. Please come and assist me. Uh, I, I am invited to Canada. And uh, my visa is expired. Well, he has been traveling there, I think, since the 1990s. So, he said, but I'd like you to come and assist me. Because I know you know these things better. Well, in my heart, I said, I know these things better and I've never got a visa myself. So, so, well, I said to myself, Anyways, is my senior. I cannot say no. And within my heart, let me tell you, friends, I am purposed. God revealed this to me some years ago. And I am purposed to honor all people, especially the elders. Especially the elders. My elders. I am purpose to honor them. Respect them. You will never hear me running down any preacher or talking against any preacher even if they have done something wrong. Even if they are Pentecostals. I am purposed that I will honor all men. That's what our prophet did. And that's what we as young people in the message should do. He, he did not give me fuel. I had to drive my car. I had to go through the hustle and drive to Jinja. I would have said, well, you want me to help you come in my house? But in my heart, I felt like he's my elder. I should honor him. I should go to his house. So he invited me. I went to his church. And uh, it took the whole day. The thing is very complicated. Write this, do that. So I went through the whole thing. Packed up my bags. Came back home. And then, you know, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He said, now you can submit your application. His visa 
before it could come out it took him more than one year visa ye ngatena fuluma ya mtu alida nokusuka mwaka i went with you isaac yeah it took about one year ndoza mtu alinochusuka mwaka for his visa to you know come through visa yo kuita and eventually he got the visas of course him and his wife and so now i was back at home you know i was like ah now it has even taken one year for him but the holy spirit said no up submit your application i said but now i had to submit your application so i told my wife i'm going to submit my application but only this one <laughs> so i submitted the application paid the money and everything online and do you know how long it took Three months. Now, before the end of three months. Two months and a few weeks. Ten year visa. Visa I only asked them to go there for two weeks. But they told me the government of Canada has given you permission to now come multiple entries for ten years. I never went to a witch doctor. I never went to effect uh, any documents. I submitted the same things I was submitting. It's up to you to say because of this, because of that, but all I know, one thing did it. Honor. I saw the honor in a, 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 a man of God's life. And God granted me access. When you see doors close on you, it is because you need to honor somebody. Humble yourself. Don't lift yourself. Now I know that was a personal thing. But I said it because I know it would help many of you. Many doors which are closed in your life. Some of you, you don't even have jobs. But even hinder them who need the job. You even know someone else who wants a job. And you, you found a job but you can't even tell them about because it because you feel like it, it is you who deserves it and you don't get it and you don't tell them about it and so both of you remain jobless but God is waiting for you to honor someone else and then he will grant you access we must respect one another look at someone as if someone is greater than you some of you will take so long to get married. Because you think you are looking for money. Because you think you are looking for this and that. But you will not even get those things. Because you are not sowing the right seeds. God is waiting on you to sow the right seeds to grant you the necessary access into what you are looking for. Into what you are praying for. So you can continue praying. Oh God, do this for me. Oh, don't do this for me. But you see there is a principle to it. If you do not do the principle, you will not get the harvest. Amen. So I told one I told someone the other day. If you want to eat maize, what do you do? He said you buy it. I, I told him that's a poor man's mentality. 
If you want maize, you sow it. And then you reap a great harvest. And you will eat for many days. A rich man will think that way. Will think about having plenty. Not just buying for one time. And then you have to go sweat, get more money, buy again. Let us sow the right seeds, friends. And reap the right harvest. Praise the name of the Lord. I would like us to look at another aspect of sowing honor. That is by presenting a significant gift of honor. Did you know that it gives you immediate access? Immediate access. First Kings chapter 10 verse 1. And when the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to prove him with hard questions. And she came to Jerusalem with a very great with a very great train with uh, camels that bear spices and uh, very much gold and spices and precious stones and, and when she was come to Solomon she communed with him of all that was in her heart now we understand that Solomon was the wisest and the richest king on earth at that time everyone would have desired to meet Solomon everyone would have desired to shake his hand you know, be associated with him. It was not easy for anyone, including the, even if you were king or queen, to meet and spend time with Solomon. The man was not only rich, but he was the wisest of all kings and men Listen, in the world. But one thing gave access to Queen of Sheba. One thing because she, she, she gave significant gifts of honor to this king. Let us read verse 10. Follow with me to verse 10. And she gave the king 120 talents of gold and of, and of spices, very great store and precious stones. There came no more such abundance of spices as these which the queen of Sheba gave to the king. To king Solomon. The Bible, the Bible says a hundred talents of gold. Now we are talking about substance here. When she was, now everybody, all of us in the message, we know that the woman went to King Solomon. Do you think it is easy? Is it easy for you to go to the president of the country? But yet someone can come from Kenya or from America and just go and walk to him. There are things that give access and you need to understand the principles. It, it was, the woman didn't just walk there. No. She, 
there is a principle she followed. She did not come empty handed. This was a rich man. He did not need anything from anybody. But you see there are things. That give access. Amen. And honor. Is that thing that gives access. And honor can be given in many ways. And this woman here. Brought gifts of honor. Not just small gifts. It was great gifts. It was great substance. Significant gifts. Alright, follow me closely here. She came with a hundred talents of gold. I was checking how much is a talent. And I noticed that... Um, uh, 100 talents is equal to 120,000 ounces of gold. I mean, ounces, ounces. That's how we call it here. We count it as ounce, one ounce of, of gold. It, it, it is 120,000 ounces. No, say what I'm saying. Don't put it in your head, just interpret it. Okay. 100 talents. Is equal to 120,000 ounces. Alright? So one ounce on the market is 2,030 dollars. 2,030 dollars. Now this woman came with 120,000 ounces. Yes. Now, do you know <laughs> how much that is? In dollars. 243 million. Million bibiri mwana musatu. 840,000. Millions of dollars. Bibiri ana musatu. Nemitwalo chinana mwene ja dollar. Amina. That is just gold. If she's just visiting, just visiting, and she also, apart from that, she brought much spices, precious stones, and you know. That reminded me of you, Brother Andrew. You know, Brother Andrew was going to get married. This is a very educated girl. You know, master's holder. And, you know, and, and, and you know, he really wanted to impress the parents. So, so that they can, you know, so that he can get access. And, and so Brother Luanga was the chairman. He, he kept on telling him, this is a previsit. We need to take a lot of things. You know, Andrew said, leave this for me. If I tell you the things we took, how would think we had gone for an introduction? And the, the parents were impressed. And the brother was welcomed like a king. And he got 100% access. In the same, same way, this woman was wise. Oh, Brother Andrew, you were very wise. And you see, this woman was also very wise. She didn't go empty handed. She went with the 243 million dollars. Spices alone. Gold, silver, and precious stones. And you know what? She got 
100% access to the king and all her questions were answered. She was blessed when she, time came for her to leave. The king didn't just tell her you can go. The king said give her back for her gifts and gifts. Yeah. So she also went away with bags and bags of gifts. From King Solomon. The Bible does not lie. When it says give and you shall receive, it is true. And we ought to say amen to that. If you want to gain access, sometimes to some people, sometimes in, in some situations, you don't need to go empty handed. Even when you come to God, do you know that you should never come empty handed? Never. Because you want to get access to God. Someone said, does it mean we are going to bribe God? Well, if it is bribing, everyone that has ever worshipped God has bribed him. You come to God to worship him. You come with a sacrifice. Right from Genesis. Abel came with a sacrifice. Cain came with a sacrifice. Abraham came with a sacrifice. Everybody came with a sacrifice. When you come to a great man, you have him to show him honor with your substance. Amen. Praise God. First Kings 10.13 And King Solomon gave unto the Queen of Sheba all her desire. Whatsoever she asked beside that which Solomon gave her of his royal bounty. She returned and went to her own country, she and her servants. Praise the name of the Lord. And while I was on Solomon and the Queen of Sheba, I remember the wise men. Matthew 2.10, he says, when they, when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down. And worshipped him. They honored him. And when they had opened their treasures, they said, when they, the first thing they the first thing they did is to honor him. They worshipped him. They didn't begin talking, touching. They opened their treasures. Are you following me? Are you following me, church? That is why when we as a tradition in many traditions when we first see a baby we give them money or something as a honor. Well I believe it, it comes from the Bible. The wise men were wise. They honored him with a lot of treasures. They came with expensive treasures. They began opening it. Spreading it ever. Gold. Frankincense. Praise the name of the Lord. Priests. Kings. 
kings, great men, all these, they wanted to see the Messiah. They were not granted access. The king was not granted access. The high priest was not granted access. No one in the, in the church was granted access. When the wise men went to the, to the palace, the king said, do you know where he is? Tell us where he is. When you find him, so that we do may worship him. But you see, the angel guided these because these ones honored Amen, Jesus Christ. But the other, the king wanted to kill him. So in other words, if you, want, if you don't want to honor him, you want to kill him. But as far as I'm concerned, I want to honor him. I don't want to honor him with my mouth only. I want to honor him with all my substance. Because I want to get great access. When you honor him with all your substance, you get great access. Amen. Into all his treasures. They were not granted access. But these wise men. Oh my, tell me one reason. Why they were granted access. They honored him. With their treasures. They honored Jesus. With, you know, and they have vested immediate access. No wonder Jesus talked to this man and he said, uh, he said, How, what can I do to, to get eternal life? And Jesus answered, Go and do the commandments. He said, I've done them since I was a boy. He says, well then, there's one more thing you need to do. One more thing. Go to your treasures. That's the one more thing we need to do. Go to your treasures. Take them. Sell all of them. And come follow me. Now, I want you to follow me on this one closely. The wise men, when they came, they, the Bible says they gave all their treasures. They remained with nothing. They gave all their treasures. Jesus told the, 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 the rich young ruler, give all your treasures to the poor. Come follow me. When you come to Jesus and you want great access to him, you need to sell all your treasures. Whatever you feel is of value, whatever you are holding on to, you need to let it go and let him be the preeminent one in your life. You know what that will do for you? It will gain you great access to many riches even that come from the word. Did you know there are many riches that come from the word? He, he wants us to prosper and not with the prosperity 
knowledge of the world but with the prosperity that he gives but many of us become so impoverished because we are holding on to the, um, the prosperity of the world we are chasing after money we are chasing after knowledge we are chasing after wisdom we are chasing after women let me tell you what does the word of God say give it all up give it all up when you give it all up he's going to give you the true treasures he's going to give you a true woman he's going to give you true money true wealth the blessing he gives it has no sorrow upon it let me tell you when God makes you rich in the earthly things you are not sorrowful you are not running up and down you are not running away you are not sleepless you are peaceful because your riches are from God let me tell you that's what I want to have Amen. But the riches the world gives. Oh, you will never lack. You will never, you know, have peace. Because the devil gives with, with one hand and takes with another. But when God gives you, He gives you to for your joy to be full. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. I wish I can go in details, but we don't have time. Now I'll, I'll take two more, then we'll close. So see here, you can also give honor or so honor by submission. And this brings immediate access as well. Look at Ruth chapter 1, verse 16. Ruth Said, entreat me not in, not to leave thee or return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. And where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people. And thy God, my God. Where thou diest, will I die. And there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death. Put part thee and me. You know, Ruth honored Naomi by her submissive. Submission is not easy. In the message, cruelty of sin. Prophet of God says, now if we are perfect in submission to the Holy Spirit. If we were perfect in submission to the Holy Spirit, God would lead us by the Holy Spirit. Just like Adam led the animals of that. Day. And the messenger testimony says, the acts of the Holy Spirit in the apostles. For it was the Holy Spirit in the apostles. Setting forth an example through all the ages. What the Holy Spirit was then. It is now. And what the Holy Spirit did to that church. It does to this church. As this church will be just as submissive to it as that church was. 
Did you bring it just the same results? Do you believe that? It will just submit to Christ. You must submit to Christ. When you submit to him, whatever the Holy Ghost did then, he will do today. Not different. Now I want to show you here, little did Ruth know that there was riches coming her way. Submission will make you a reputation with the powers that you have submitted under. Your, your reputation or your character will always bring you recognition. Are you following me? If you have that character of submitting yourself, amen, you will become reputable. And you will be recognized. Let me tell you. This, what I'm, think, I'm talking about today, it does not apply in the church world only. Some of you have jobs. It applies there as well. It applies in the world. It applies everywhere. These are principles of the word of God. And see, People who are promoted. You, you can see someone be in, in, in that place of work for 10 years. And he's in the same position. And another one joined two years. Promoted. And then you begin to bribe. They are bribing. They are bribing. Wait. It's not always bribing. You don't have to rely on that. Submission is key. It brings promotion. It will also draw financial anointing upon your life. Because of the honor you show others. And submit to them. If I look at the life of Ruth, I wanted to look at verse, verse 11 of chapter 2. Alright. And Boaz answered and said unto her, Listen to these words. It has fully been showed me all that thou hast done unto thy mother-in-law since the death of, the, of thine husband. And how thou hast left thy father and thy mother. And the land of thy nativity. And had come into a people which thou knowest not the heretofore. The Lord recompense thy work. You know what recompensing is? Recompenses to make amends or to for loss or harmful suffered hey. compensate. Yes, I mean. it's to compensate. You know, let me tell you, when you submit yourself to Jesus Christ, whatever you lost, he recompenses. You, you cannot say, I lost this, I lost that, I lost this. If you lost friends, he recompenses. If you lost money, he recompenses. If you lost you know, position, he recompenses. Promotion, he recompenses. 
the other woman went and, and, and she thought that she would gain everything but we don't even ever hear of her but we see Ruth when Ruth lost everything Amen Boaz was not listen understand what I'm saying Boaz was not just anyone we, you know when let me tell you when, any, when, when anyone speaks it's alright but when a great man speaks it means something big this was a rich man to begin with alright number one number two this was a man that was in the lineage of Elimelech so he had the authority and the power to redeem everything and when he comes to this woman and he says I've heard of your testimony I've heard how your husband died I've heard how you forsook your people I've heard how you've been kind and submitted to Naomi I've heard everything that you have done and after he said that he said that now the Lord recompensed thy work that was not idle talk that was prophetic because the man that was saying it he had the power to redeem her everything she had lost. He even had the money to, to recompense her for everything she had lost. So he said the Lord recompensed thy work. And work. a full reward be given thee of the Lord God of Israel under whose wings thou art come to trust. How many trust the Lord? <laughs> Hallelujah! Amen! Be oh my, can I prophesy to Amen. Because you have come under the wings of the Most High to trust Him, may He recompense to you whatever you have lost. May He give you a full reward for your work. May you prosper under His wings. Oh, hallelujah! Do we believe that? Now, someone might have told Naomi Ruth. Those are just words. But amen, Ruth, by revelation, she will tell them, wait and see. So tell somebody, wait and see. Wait and see. Shortly, 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 the people that thought they are bigger than Ruth, they were now servants of Ruth. The people that thought we are leaving something little for Ruth. They realized that they are now serving Ruth. Because Ruth was their master. Because she became the wife of, of their Lord. The wife of Boaz. And do you know Ruth? Ruth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ruth got begot a son with, with, with Boaz. I think his name was called Obed. And out of Obed comes who? Jesse. Jesse. Are you following me? And out of Jesse comes who? David. Are you following? And out of David comes who? The Messiah Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. When you get access, when when you get access, there are big things in your lineage. When you get access, in your lineage will come greatness. 
mind. When you get access, your children and their children can never be poor. Hallelujah. When you get access, let me tell you, when you get access, no man can stop you. You become unstoppable. When you get access, you become unstoppable. You have a door that is open before you that no man can close. No man could open. So no man can close. I say I want to get that door open. I want to get that kind of access. You need to give him a shout on a clap tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Lord. Ruth submitted herself. To and she got access. And the Bible tells us to submit ourselves. In Proverbs 38 13, he says, He that covereth his sins shall not prosper. But whosoever confesses and forsakes them shall have mercy. All right? Submit yourself to God. James 4 7. Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Ephesians 5 22. Right, now, that, now this is another one. Listen. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Amen, sister. As you submit yourself to your husband, great access is being opened to you. The women out there will be saying, She will go. She will go. It will fail. Wait. They don't know. You are sowing a seed which will bring forth a harvest that they cannot stop. My goodness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What about your pastors? Hebrews 13, 17. Obey them that have rule over you and submit yourselves for they watch over your souls as they, as they that must give account that they may do it with joy and not with grief for that is unprofitable for you. If your pastor is serving you with grief it will not be profitable for you. But when he's happy with you it will be much profitable for you. Hallelujah. Amen. But you have to sow a seed of honor to your, to your man of God, to your pastor, to your man that ministers the word of God to you. You must sow a seed Amen. of honor by submission, of honor by giving your tithe and offerings of honor. You know, what, what does it do? You say, it brings access. Praise the name of the Lord. And I'll finish with Matthew 9.21. Amen. Faith and honor brings immediate access to healing. The woman came to him and said, for she said within herself, if I may but die, his garment, I shall be whole. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Now this touch. This touch. We think it is just like a touch. It's not just like a touch. No. It's more than a light touch. The Greek word is haptoma. Which means to properly attach yourself. You know, it's not a light touch. It's, it's not a momentary embrace of the word. No, you have to fasten yourself to the word. You have to adhere to every word of God. And that's how you get your healing. So you have to honor the word. That's even why sometimes when the preacher is preaching, you know, you know, the, the right, the, you, know you, you, you saw a brother come in and shake my hand. Let me tell you, these things are revelation. These things are revelation. Some of you can call it Pentecostal. But I'm telling you, it is revelation. When you realize there is anointing in the room, you'll be like that woman who said, if I can touch the hem of his garment, let me just come and I say, I receive it. I receive it. What happened? You have done what the woman did. You may be sick right there. You get worried because you have sold a seed of honor. Hallelujah. The Bible says they used to bring handkerchiefs on the bodies of the apostles. What? The body of the... What is on my body? Sweat. Nothing. But what was happening? It was a honor that was doing it. That Paul would put handkerchiefs on his body as he's preaching the word, and then he sends it to the sick. And that would heal them. We don't hear of those things in the message. I will tell you why. We do not honor our men of God. And if you do not do that, there is no way you can get access to healing. This is biblical. The Bible says that even their shadows would heal the sick. Ah! Would raise the dead. Oh God, I want that same anointing. But what will bring it down? One thing will bring it down. Honor. Honor is the right seed to get access to if you don't honor the man that ministers to you, then you cannot prosper. Even if it's not your pastor. We've had people who disrespect other men and only respect their pastor. You have to treat every man of God with reverence, with honor, with respect. You go in a shop and you find a man of God there. You find a pastor, you find a minister. Don't buy for yourself and leave them to go. And even worse, we tell them, Pastor, buy for me. Ah! That's how we lose blessings. Come on. I don't want you to buy anything for me. I'm teaching you ways for you to prosper. You find a pastor in the, in the store. Oh, minister. And you buy something. Let me tell you, pay for yourself. And pay for them. 
You do not know what you have ripped. You've honored them by doing that. I remember there was a day. I was in uh, Iganga. With uh, brother Michael. We were coming from uh, going to Karamoja. Karamoja. And we had we were going to a restaurant to try and uh, have a meal, a to breakfast. To and uh, uh, and uh, Pastor Stephen found us there. <laughs> and so we greeted each other. And then he left. So after our food, we went to pay. And they said everything is paid for. We said what? Everything is paid for. I was so sad. Because Someone had taken my blessing. <laughs> and then when I asked the woman who did that, she said the, the, the pastor who was here. I said, ah, he was more wiser than I. He, he took my blessing. Let me tell you, when you go to restaurants, when you go to shops, you must fight to take the blessing. Honor each other. Honor each other. Respect one another. And, and as wives respect respect and honor your wife, your, your, your husband, it will open access to you. That whatever you desire, your husband will do for you without you even asking. And, and even the devil cannot stop it. Itself. Did you know that? Honor is a great weapon. And if you sow honor, you will reap and harvest access. God bless you. Amen. You may stand on your feet. Hallelujah. Let us worship him a little bit and then we will close. Hallelujah. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. Shall we sing that? Hallelujah. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. Mighty warrior, great in battle, Jehovah is your name. Sing with me now, Jehovah. Is your name Jehovah? Is your name? Oh, my Tiwaria, great in battle, Jehovah. Mighty Jehovah, Jehovah is your name. Oh, Jehovah is your name. Mighty warrior, mighty warrior, so great in battle. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. 
Jesus, Jesus is your name. Oh, mighty warrior, oh, great in battle, Jesus is your name. Oh, Jesus, Jesus is your name. 